three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This is a real pineapple. This is your humble host Hunter here. Hope you guys and gals are having a great week so far. So I've got a review for the newest DC animated and I believe their first film in uh that's interactive like this. Uh for Batman Death in the Family, which stars uh Bruce Greenwood, Vincent uh Rotella, Joe DiMaggio, of course, as a Joker. So, okay, Batman Death in the Family, of course, based off of the comic, um, the comic book run, one of the more famous Batman stories, just because of the fact that they let fans decide, do you want to kill Jason Todd, yes or no, because at the time, uh, Dick Grayson was no longer uh, holding the Robin mantle, and so they brought in Jason Todd, and I remember people just hated Jason Todd. <laughs> like people just thought he sucked, and so DC put out the fans like uh, to out to a fan vote. Like, like, should we kill Jason Todd? Should we have him live? And the fans voted for him to die because people are nice. And so Jason Todd gets kidnapped by the Joker, gets his ass beat with a crowbar, uh, and and dies. Uh, and he he dies. But he ends up coming back later on, uh, years later. I, I want to say it was a couple years later. Uh, they say in the comics as uh, as the Red Hood, and okay, so this is sorry. I'm trying to think of how to explain it. So, all right, here's the thing about this film. There's one giant thing that bugs the hell out of me about this is that yes. Batman Under the Red Hood, if you haven't seen the animated film, it's top five of animated films, I would say, that DC's ever done. I think it's just a masterclass in film. It portrays Batman more in that line of how I'd like to see him portrayed as far as his, uh, his one rule. Red Hood, now, here's my... My biggest problem always with Batman has been he won't kill the Joker. And yet Batman will, you know, main people paralyzed him. <laughs> but killing Joker is where his line is. And one of the best scenes that I think I've seen in a DC film period is when Red Hood has kidnapped Joker and beaten the shit out of him. And he's holding Joker at gunpoint and throws Batman a gun. And he gives him this dialogue, telling him, like, look, I'm not asking you to kill Harvey Dent. I'm not asking you to kill Cobblepot. I'm not asking you to kill Bane or, uh, you, you know, any of these other villains. I'm just asking for you to kill him because of what he's he did to me, what he's done to people you know. I mean, you think about Batman the Killing Joke. It's one of the most disturbing things, and I have, ish I have issues with that, but I will not get in that here. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll get into that here. My biggest problem with the killing joke is that Bat, Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, is used as a plot device to spring the male hero in action. She never really gets comeuppance from the Joker. 
He never he doesn't even get a chance to really fight like to fight back. It it's for as badass as Barbara Gordon is and ends up becoming even more so as Oracle. It, I I that just bugs the shit out of me still to this day. And the thing is, Jason Todd's not wrong when he brings up Batman's one rule. He's like, look, dude, look at what this guy's done, and. It, it's it's an interesting dynamic and it's an interesting question to, to ask yourself like where would you land uh you know between jason todd and batman on that spectrum here's what's frustrating about this movie because it is adapting part of under the red hood the scenes in this film there are several that are straight up just repeats of under the red hood really no change in animation even the fight scene that batman has with red hood uh, because of one of the options that even is straight up taken from the from the film uh, from the animated film and that's something I will say that if you're gonna have so much as be Batman under a red hood and look I get that hats so to an extent it has to be because they are adapting you know that storyline but couldn't you change up some of the fights like change up the way Batman and red, uh, and uh, red hood fight each other it's beat for beat the same scene and even this dialogue that uh this monologue that bruce wayne gives or uh yeah that bruce wayne gives at a point for one of the options it's straight up jason todd's monologue it's just told from bruce's perspective so the lack of changing those two things in particular really did bother me because look again i understand you have to adapt from this from the story i completely get that but you couldn't have had the fight go a little longer or change up some of the fight moves they do each other. Like it's it's beat for beat in that sense under the red hood. Where this movie really proves its value is in the choices you get to make. Now, I'm not gonna spoil them all. I'm gonna go and just really spoil the one I did, the, the first one I did that I really appreciated. So Batman and Robin, of course, as I mentioned, Jason Todd, they are going ahead and uh, investigating this warehouse uh, that is being held up with some goons batman tells jason and, and so here's what i find interesting batman as brutal as he is it's really interesting and the movie does a good job of establishing the fact that jason todd is drifting further away from batman yes batman is brutal yes he has his code jason todd the problem is while he acknowledges Batman's code, he's really kind of not about Batman's code. There's a scene where they are fighting these, these henchmen, and Robin, I want to say, breaks the guy's collarbone with a with a kick. But because he breaks his collarbone, he sends the guy into shock. And so Batman rightfully so kind of goes, what the hell, dude? Like, we had to interrogate him. And Jason's about to kind of yell at him, and he stops, and he goes, you're right, that was dumb. And it's that moment where I remember going, oh, he's okay. This is going to kind of be the crux. I appreciate that. So I, in a very limited amount of time, I think they do a very good job of establishing uh, Jason Todd and Bruce Wayne's friendship. Yes, we know Bruce Wayne, you know, he's the Batman. We've been here before, but it is important for us to have a sense of who Jason Todd is. If you're going to be able to go forward and accept the multiple endings that the film throws at you or gives you the option to present that's something i go you know what that's that's fair okay um 
So the big crux is, of course, Jason Todd gets kidnapped. Joker gets his hands on him, and he's and he just beats the absolute hell out of him with this crowbar. So you, as Batman, you get um, us as a viewer get to make the choice. Batman goes ahead and discovers where Jason Todd is, and so in the comic, of course, he doesn't get there in time. Warehouse explodes, and Jason dies. Here, the uh, the option I picked is I went Robin lives, and so Robin lived. Uh, he was able to escape the warehouse, but then it led to Batman dying. So Batman died. And I remember going, okay, movie, that is a nice wrinkle I, honest to God, didn't even consider. Because when you think about how many times Batman should have died and how often he escaped shit, it was just something that really didn't even occur to me. I was, I was taken, I was taken aback, I was taken aback, but in the best way. It, it really caught me off guard. So... I'm not going to spoil the ending to what I picked because I think so. Okay. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm going off of what I remember. So if you choose to, if you choose that Robin lives, you have a choice to kill Batman. I chose to kill Batman and what Robin's road leads to after that. That ending, I think, is my favorite ending. And I went through and I did every single ending yesterday. And I just thought, oh, yeah, this is what I wanted. This is exactly what I wanted. And the the one thing I will say is, like, Jason, like, there isn't really a happy ending in any of these for Jason Todd, which I found a little fucked up, if I'm being honest, considering how much hate Jason Todd has received at multiple points. I was kind of like, couldn't can we give him a little something like give him a little bit of a better ending? Not this crap, but I, I, I get why they did it. Cause it's staying within brand, but the genuine variance of some of the endings was surprising and quite honestly pleasant. I was like, okay, I appreciate the fact that you're going to some of these places that I didn't even think of. And when you think about how incredibly important this story is in the lore of Batman and considering you know how you could change things it makes sense that they would go ahead and try this experiment of choose your own adventure uh with this uh with this story in particular I don't know if you guys remember and I I'm definitely dating myself here but I remember back in my day that there used to be this book it was called you are spider-man versus sinister six and I remember it was a choose your own adventure book. And I remember feeling so engaged and hyped whenever I opened that book. I was like, okay, let's see what we can do now. And there's a lot of enjoyment to be had here. Uh, again, I, it, it bugs the hell out of me that they didn't change more from just the core storyline. Because this almost feels like not a... It feels like a separate movie, but only by so much. It almost felt like this should have been a film that was 10 bucks instead of you know the 20 <laughs> that i paid so in that aspect i feel like i got a little gypped off uh or a little ripped off but <laughs> i combined gypped and ripped off okay but at the same time i do think the variance of what can happen and where you can lead the story is incredibly fascinating and it really personally makes me think of some stuff they could do with uh red hood in this uh, gotham knights game that they have coming up uh honestly 
you know, never mind. I, I will save that for that. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But I really enjoy the hell out of this. Again, my my complaints about Under the Red Hood aside, uh, the voice acting in here. That that's something that DC's always been so great at. Uh, Bruce Greenwood is a great, uh, is such a great Bruce Wayne and Batman. It seems like he's doing a little more gravelly, kind of going more Christian Bale, which I wasn't crazy about in points. At parts, it really does work. Uh, John Di- uh, John DiMaggio is such a great freaking uh, Joker. Uh, I think Tony uh, I think Tony Hale is doing a great job since Hamill's not doing it anymore, but. Yeah, John DiMaggio is just bravo, sir. He there there is one ending uh involving the Joker, and I will leave it at that. That it's the closest that we'll probably ever get to a Batman Tarantino scene, but it's so well done. I remember going, Mwah, that's how you do one of these. It's 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 such uh this is so hard to grade. It's like telling my final thoughts here. I really so DC has relaunched their animated universe after the events of uh, Justice League Apocalypse War. They're still taking stuff from earlier films. Like, like now, it's just this one, so I don't know what they'll do, you know, for the next Superman or what have you. But it was a little weird to see stuff from prior DC films when they're talking about how this is, uh, you know, that they're relaunching the universe. But at the same time, I feel like this might be kind of a one-off. And that won't connect to any Batman stuff going forward in their animated universe. So I'm going to kind of just say that's probably what we're going to do and just leave it there. But this was a lot of fun, though. And like I said, it's not worth $20. Again, feel a little jipped by that. But you are going to get a lot of entertainment out of this. And the multiple roads you can go down are very interesting. So I'm, oh, Lordy, I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this a B plus. I think that, yeah, I'm going to give this a B plus because again, I can't, I can't give it full price or, 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 or an A minus, but I do appreciate the attempt that they make here. I appreciate the multiple endings and there are some Easter eggs and some characters that popped up because of these different endings. And I went, okay, I really like that. My favorite ending, I will say ends with Jason somewhere uh, ends up with him staying somewhere you may not expect. And that's all I will say. But I enjoyed this quite a bit. But again, not a theater experience, but definitely something I'm happy to own and something I'll revisit here probably, you know, six months down the road or whatever. But yeah, solid B plus for me. But guys and gals, Batman and Death in the Family. Have you seen it? Let's, uh, sorry, Death in the Family. Pardon me. Uh, have you seen it? Let me know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. That's R E E L Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. And you can follow, uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Spotify. And uh, Apple Music, uh, sorry, at Amazon Music, pardon me, at The Real Pineapple. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have uh, reviews coming up here for the original Halloween. We'll have reviews up for, uh, I'm getting to them, I promise, uh, for Harley Quinn Season 1 and 
soon I will have a uh, commentary. Uh, first time I've done one of these. Do a commentary for uh, Batman Forever because I watched that recently and oh my god, so many jokes. But everyone, please stay safe out there. Get out there and vote if you can do it by uh, vote by mail. Please do so. Wear a mask. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon.